0: Alright, I'll do Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on Us. Mintmobile.com switch. Upfront payment of forty-five dollars equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over forty gigabytes per month face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531 Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG.
1: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot bot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri Term Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly 3 years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: This morning, COVID restrictions eased across parts of Sydney, freedom for the fully immunized. Vaccination blitz 100 hotspot postcodes targeted across Victoria bubble bursts, Queensland reopens the border to New South Wales, and a million doses of Moderna on the way to pharmacies, thanks to a new deal with Europe.
0: This is 7 News, with Jodie Spears.
2: Good morning. Sydney is waking up to its first day of eased COVID restrictions for the fully vaccinated. Adults in hotspot areas can now enjoy two hours of outdoor recreation with people from their household. Elsewhere, outdoor gatherings of five are now allowed, with kids 12 and under not counted. It comes as New South Wales hit 45% double doses. We can't afford to let our guard down. We can't afford to uh, not keep doing what we've been doing. As the state's COVID crisis worsens, 150 firefighters could be asked to help drive ambulances in the event of a worst case scenario. Victoria will receive a massive vaccine boost of 400,000 doses. They're set to arrive in the coming weeks. Pop-up vaccination centres will be set up in 100 of Melbourne's hardest hit postcodes across the city's north and west.
3: Our priority is to take the vaccination program where the cases are and to take the vaccination program to you.
2: Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Treasurer Josh Frydenberg have thrown their support behind a plan to turn the MCG into a vaccination hub. The Queensland border bubble with New South Wales has finally reopened this morning with massive delays expected on the way into the Sunshine State. Police are still investigating the origin of the state's latest COVID outbreak. It's understood two essential workers infected with COVID obtained passes to enter from New South Wales, but authorities are yet to release any more details. There's been a major boost to the vaccine rollout with one million extra doses of the Moderna vaccine secured for Australia. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is live in Canberra with the details. Good morning, Taylor. When will the jabs go into arms? Jodie, these doses will
3: begin rolling out from community pharmacies right across Australia from the end of the month. This one million doses is in addition to the 10 million Moderna doses already on order, with excess stock destined for Bulgaria, Spain and the Czech Republic now directed to Australia. This boost will double the number of Moderna doses available this month, with enough vaccines now coming to ensure every Australian who wants. A jab can get one by the end of October. 400,000 doses earmarked for Melbourne will be there to support a vaccine blitz in COVID hotspots. The vaccine rollout is also set to step up a gear with children aged 12 to 15 able to book in to get their jabs from today, with ATAGI also given Moderna the green light for anyone over 12. But kids aged 5 to 11 will have to wait. The government waiting on widespread clinical trials happening around the world have been completed before they vaccinate younger kids, with Pfizer saying they
2: hope to submit for regulatory
3: approval by the end of the year. Jody.
2: OK, Taylor, thank you. The Australian Institute of Sport could soon be set for a move to the Sunshine State, part of a proposal worth over $50 million. Key figures, including John Coates, are backing the bid to relocate the Institute from Canberra to Brisbane. The AIS has been in the nation's capital since 19. 19- Terrorists, criminal gangs and child sex abusers are among those being targeted by new laws which will allow federal police to hack into social media accounts. Under the new laws, police will be able to spy on social media users and modify data to interrupt online crimes. But human rights groups have slammed the powers worried they could be used against everyday Australians. The inquest into the devastating black summer bushfires across New South Wales will resume this morning. Coronial investigators are set to examine how the Green Valley Inferno merged with two other fronts, creating a mega fire spanning more than half a million hectares. One firefighter died in that blaze when his truck flipped in strong winds. This week marks seven years since missing toddler William Tyrrell vanished from the New South Wales mid-north coast without a trace. Now strike force detectives have returned to the spot where he was last seen. They say new information has come to light, but they're staying tight-lipped.
4: Reviewing all the material that has been gathered by the investigation so that we can identify if there's anything
2: that has been missed. A $1 million reward is still on offer for information that might help to solve the mystery. A car chase has almost ended in disaster in Melbourne's west. Two vehicles collided before one flipped and landed on a fence, the other crashed into the front of a house. Both drivers were taken to hospital with minor injuries. It's understood the pair are known to each other and were involved in a pursuit. Millions of pensioners are about to receive their biggest payment increase in seven years. From next week, the maximum single-age pension rate will rise by $14.80 a fortnight, while age pensioner couples will receive an extra $22.40 combined. Job seeker parenting payments and rent assistance are also set to rise. A family is in mourning after a child was killed in a horror buggy crash in Victoria's Gippsland region. The six-year-old girl was one of eight packed onto the four-seater vehicle when it rolled in the front yard of a property at the weekend. The 32-year-old driver was treated for arm injuries. Police are still investigating the tragedy. The Australian government is pushing for new powers to strengthen its counter-terrorism task force. The Home Affairs Department wants the ability to keep high-risk offenders in prison to stop violent extremism. It comes as Scott Morrison prepares to attend a security meeting in Washington later this month. We're set to pay more for fruit and veggies this Christmas as farmers struggle to keep up with demand. Massive labour shortages mean there'll be less fresh produce on our shelves in the coming months, which is expected to see prices surge.
1: Our fruit and veggie farmers are working around the clock to prepare summer crops, but getting that harvest onto supermarket shelves will be the biggest challenge of all.
0: With the reduced numbers in backpackers in the country, it's led to a shortage in in harvest labour.
1: A shortage of 24,000 pickers and packers is predicted by the end of the year. Less production means less available supply, but a bigger demand, leaving consumers to pay top dollar. Some summer favourites like mangoes, peaches, apples, pears, cherries and grapes are forecast to rise by around 4%. Fresh
0: produce market can, can fluctuate pretty drastically in a short space of time. So it doesn't surprise us.
1: The price surge will be a massive shock for shoppers who've been enjoying cheap prices because of an oversupply, partly due to restaurants being closed during lockdown and not needing fruit and vegetables. A 250-gram punnet of strawberries will set you back between $1 to $3. It's a little bit more expensive for a standard punnet of blueberries. Cauliflower is about the same. Zucchinis are between $3 to $6 a kilo. And you can pick up an avocado for as cheap as a dollar. The longer Victoria and New South Wales are in lockdown, the more the uncertainty grows. Sarah Jones, 7 News.
2: It's nature's equivalent of dinner and a show, more than 150 whales feasting in one place off the New South Wales south coast. A whale-watching tour guide hit hard during COVID recorded the megapod.
4: Dining out Pacific Ocean style, Australia's humpback Hunger Games off Bermagui, the whale megapod has been forming and feasting. Oh, wow! As many as 150 humpbacks, as well as brutus whales, dolphins, seals, and sharks, in the hunt for their prey.
0: They're working together in, in a team environment, and they're they're feeding on the fit on the small bait fish, charging everywhere through the bait, and the fish just scattering everywhere on the surface.
4: These are just a handful of the 40,000 whales on the annual migration down Australia's east coast to cooler waters. Their chorus, singing and slapping their tails to attract a meal and a potential mate, can be heard for kilometres.
1: So to see whales feeding like this, potentially for the next years or so, on big groups like what we're seeing, well, it's a, it's a watch this space type scenario.
4: And-
0: because you've got such a mass amount of whales in such a small amount of area, it's it's
4: really, really noisy. Simon Miller, who captured the megapod, runs Sapphire Coastal Adventures, which has been shut down in COVID. As coastal conditions improve, he predicts more megapods next season. More and
0: more, and more as the population increases every year, we're
4: seeing more and more whales. A rare performance, hopefully soon, for all to see. Hayden Nelson, 7 News.
2: Australian researchers are making progress in the fight against breast cancer. They've developed a breakthrough test to predict which treatments will work. Scientists at the Garvin Institute in Sydney used microscopic technology to break down individual breast cancer cells, discovering more than 50 distinct types. It could eventually lead to more targeted treatments. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones finished the week lower, the Nasdaq also fell, in London the FTSE added and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1788 US dollars an ounce, oil is 69 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.59 US cents, 80.86 Japanese yen and a dollar 3 New Zealand. Retailers are hoping for some much-needed relief post-lockdown, with a huge Christmas spend predicted. New research has forecast shoppers in New South Wales alone will fork out more than $4 billion this festive season, with 60% of Christmas presents expected to be purchased online. The Taliban have announced that women and girls in Afghanistan will only be allowed to study in female-only classrooms. The country's new education minister also revealed it will be compulsory for women to wear a hijab. Female students will only be allowed to be taught by women and the subjects being taught at universities will be reviewed. Tensions are ramping up again in the Middle East. Israeli jets have bombed a series of Hamas targets in Gaza in retaliation to a series of rocket attacks. Palestinian militants fired two rockets at southern Israel. Both were intercepted. It follows the escape and recapture of two more Palestinian militants who broke out of prison earlier this week. Pope Francis is on his first foreign tour since undergoing major intestinal surgery two months ago. The pontiff celebrated mass in Hungary and met Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban during a brief stopover in Budapest. He's now in Slovakia where he will spend the next four days on an official state and pastoral visit. A pre-trial conference will be held in the U.S. today in the civil suit accusing Prince Andrew of sexual assault. Let's go live now to U.S. correspondent David Boywood in New York. Good morning, David. There's a dispute over the serving of key legal papers.
0: Morning, Jody. Yes, uh, Prince Andrew's team says that these documents requiring his response to these sexual assault allegations have not been properly served on the Prince. Now, uh, the senior royal has really been in hiding ever since American-Australian mother Virginia Dufresne filed this court case here in New York City. Last month, she has, of course, accused Prince Andrew of sexually assaulting her when she was 17 years old at a property in London. And her lawyers are now saying that they have served the prince via a senior security official at his Balmoral property. Now, lawyers for uh, the Queen's son have questioned this. They have also challenged the uh, jurisdiction of the court in this matter. As you say, it is a, a civil trial and it will proceed tomorrow uh, via a telephone hookup. Look, throughout all of this, Prince Andrew has maintained his innocence. He has denied any wrongdoing. And the job of this court here tomorrow is not to determine his innocence or his guilt, but rather to determine uh, whether or not Prince Andrew has anything to answer for here in New York City, Jody.
2: OK, David Woywood, thank you.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods
2: Fans are scrambling for tickets after they went on sale for next week's historic AFL Grand Final in Perth. The Western Bulldogs have started their quarantine period in WA after Saturday's thumping preliminary final win over Port Adelaide. It's only the Dogs' fourth Grand Final in history, while Melbourne are looking to end a 57-year Premiership drought. The game is live and free on 7 on September 25. The NRL semi-finals have been confirmed after the Eels held off a valiant Knights 28-20 to to book their place in week two of the finals. Parramatta's Mitch Moses starred to guide the Eels to victory. They will face the Panthers in Mackay on Saturday night with the winner to play the Storm. Manly will play the Roosters on Friday night also in Mackay. The winner will take on the Rabbitohs. Daniel Ricciardo has ended his three-year Formula One drought to win the Italian Grand Prix at Monza. The Australian avoided carnage on lap 26 when championship leader Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton collided. Hamilton was fortunate to escape serious injury as Verstappen's tyre narrowly avoided his head. Ricardo held strong from the chaos, cruising into his first win since 2018. Ah! Yeah! To mark the moment, Ricardo's famous Shoey celebration made its long awaited return. And rising Aussie star Oscar Piastri took out the Formula 2 race to extend his championship lead. Quade Cooper made a fairytale return to the Wallabies, leading the men in green and gold to a two-point win over world champion South Africa in the rugby championship. Cooper scored 23 of Australia's 28 points, including the winning penalty in the dying seconds.
0: It's on its way! It's on its way! It's good!
2: Quade Cooper! It was Cooper's first game for the Wallabies in four years. Mo Salah's hot start to the season continued at Liverpool. And Salah
0: licks it in. 100
2: Premier League goals for the Egyptian magician. The Reds moved equal on top of the Premier League table with Chelsea and Manchester United after thumping 10-man Leeds 3-0. And Matilda's captain Sam Kerr got on the score sheet twice for Chelsea in their 4-0 win over Everton in the Women's Super League. A Florida man couldn't believe his luck when his two lifelong dreams came true. Brian Woodall won the lottery on the same day he opened his very own business. The 46-year-old picked up a lottery ticket to celebrate the first day of trading at his car repair shop. He was astounded when the scratchy then revealed that he'd won $1 million. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, southerly winds will bring gusty showers and the odd storm to eastern Victoria and New South Wales. Warmth will push into eastern Queensland ahead of a trough. Troughs will bring showers to parts of Queensland and the Northern Territory, while moist easterly winds continue driving showers into the northeast tropics. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a warm top of 31 degrees. Showers developing in Sydney, 19 degrees. Showers in Canberra heading for 13. An early shower or two, then mostly sunny, 14 in Melbourne. Early showers, 11 degrees in Hobart. Partly cloudy heading for 17 in Adelaide. Sunny and 21 degrees in Perth. And a shower or two, 32 degrees in Darwin.